Rule seven, nothing works 100% of the time, 100% of the time. I feel like starting out the show with a little sage advice that I've picked up along the way because I can't be doing rap lyrics that's been taken. Anyway, it may not have anything to do with what follows, but it's the beginning of wisdom. I'm Josh Chesney, and this is The Deregulated Engineer. Now, if I can ever get my schedules to line up, plan A for this podcast is to talk about broadcast engineering with other broadcast engineers. I want to have these conversations to promote the trade, to highlight these brilliant people and their stories, but mostly to keep from going insane. If you work in technical support, you know, but there's something special about this engineering thing. I'm not sure if it's all the tech or the people that need the support or a combination of the two, but I will say this, the sheer volume of technologies utilized to broadcast your favorite song and allow you to interact with the station is mind-blowing, and it's constantly evolving. The longer I've been at this, the more I've realized, holy hell, there's too much to know. But if you can tap into a collective knowledge base, connect with people who've been there, done that, you're winning. I'm kind of hoping this podcast will at least help add to that shared wisdom. Now plan B is just me, sharing from my experience, and today I want to talk about something that creeps up on me every now and again. So I was scrolling through my feed the other day and I came across this comment, and it just illustrates the idea so well. The hoarding or secreting of knowledge is, in a way, a form of tyranny. Sit with that for just a second. The hoarding or secreting of knowledge is, in a way, a form of tyranny. My career as a broadcaster has taken some interesting turns. Uh, Years ago, I was writing and producing commercials for a small independent radio station. They let me be on the air too, but only once a week, and that seemed like a lot because I wasn't all that good. Now, I'm not sure how it all started, but I guess the previous producer, he was the only young guy in the room and therefore the de facto first call for all things technical support. So that was the expectation of me too. Now, I wasn't seeing any marked improvement as a late night disc jockey, regardless of the time and effort I put into it. But when it came to fixing things around the station, I was on the other end of the bell curve. One night I was on the air and I was the last warm body in the control room before the morning team would show up on Monday, and the master production computer was acting up. While I was trying to fix this thing, I had blown at least three breaks and fielded calls from management about my poor performance, and it finally dawns on me, I'm so much better at this tech thing than being a jock. So I made the switch from creator to integrator as an entry-level junior engineer with this radio outfit out of Toronto. They had seven radio stations to their name and had grown to 12 by the time I left. I worked with a pair of engineers that took me under their wing and showed me the ropes. It was as much an apprenticeship as it was, well, bringing an outsider into the family business. We've all moved on to bigger and better things since then, but when we get together in the same room, we're always talking about, you know, a project that might get the band back together. The rapid growth of the company was really starting to wear on the team, And then word came down from on high that ownership's purchase of a pair of heritage stations was approved. Now, as far as acquisitions go, it sucked. But I'm going to have to count myself lucky that I've never been at a station that's been bought out. I was part of the engineering and IT team that was sent down from HQ. Our first order of business was to assess the technical operations and integrate it with our own standard. 
Now, all the boss was in a general staff meeting to smooth feathers and inform the local staff what we from corporate were uh, going to be doing. I was sent spelunking through the control rooms. And the hope was that we could do this quick and dirty, drop in a new firewall for VPN access, and throw in a few new towers patched directly into the board. I was in the control room, and I opened up those cabinet doors, and ugh, it was just a rat's nest with wires snaking everywhere. Terminal strips hanging loose or buried in the raceway. There were these really scary-looking power bars that looked more like track lighting. You could slide the outlets here and there. Now, of all the horrors that were in that thing, my favorite had to be the prototyping breadboards just dangling from their power lugs. I very carefully closed the doors so as not to disturb anything, and I backed out of the room slowly. I don't know how this fire hazard ever stayed on the air. There was much cursing and swearing and drawing up battle plans on the back of napkins over pints later that day. As the project progressed, it became kind of obvious that most of the documentation was in another man's head. If it was written down anywhere, it was lost amongst the stacks of loose paper that were on the chief's desk, or it was just 20 years out of date. I discovered that this wasn't just a them versus us thing. This shop had two full-time engineers with a combined 70-plus years at the company. Each had their own respective expertise, which is understandable, but they kept things to themselves. You're in charge of this, I'm in charge of that, and never the twain so meet. The experience taught me a lot about the job, about project management, supply chains, and planning, but it also left me with a very different perspective on legacy. But I think I'm going to save those thoughts for another podcast. Before I sign off, I want to dedicate this podcast to Adam Robinson, Leanne Brown, and David Haydu for all that you guys have taught me and for being no more than a phone call away. Thanks for listening. Feel free to give this podcast a review on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you've discovered it. You can also follow me on Instagram at Josh Chesney ENG, or you can follow the show at Deregulated Engineer Pod. Wash your hands, keep your refreshments away from the board, and uh, take your headphones with you. Later.